How's it going, Yankee fans? Welcome back to Fireside Yankees with your boys, Alex and Ryan. If you're new to the channel, make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoy the video. We're going to be posting daily content, as always, for the regulars. You know this already, and we're excited to be uh, diving into the second half of spring training. Of course, the Yankees right now are playing a split uh, squad series against the Pittsburgh Pirates and Philadelphia Phillies, so we'll have a post-game uh, recap coming out for you guys on all platforms after those games. But right now, we want to talk about Anthony Volpe and Michael Kay. Yes, Network host. If you don't know who Michael Kay is, you might not be a Yankee fan. Uh, but ultimately, he's suggesting that Anthony Volpe is in a good position to make the opening day roster. And there's a very realistic chance that it does actually happen. Uh, so Ryan, I know you have a lot of thoughts on this. I know Anthony Volpe's been performing exceptionally well lately, and he's playing right now. We just worked a walk and loaded the bases for Jason Dominguez, another one of the young top prospects the Yankees are really excited about, and we are also really excited about. But how are you doing today? And how are you feeling about Michael Kay's comments? Yeah, so the way I look at it is, you know, all for the entirety of spring training, you know, if people have been watching the post games, you guys know I've been, you know, kind of repeating the same mantra of, you know, uh, you know, Peraz is probably the shortstop, um, and Glaber is probably your second baseman, May, who's most likely going to be the rover, and and you have Donaldson playing third base. There's not a lot of room for Anthony Volpe, um, but. Man, he's really making it tough for the Yankees. Uh, and it's in a good way, right? I mean that in the best way possible. I don't mean it as like, you know, <laughs> Anthony Volpe is creating problems for the Yankees that they should, that they uh, don't want to have. Um, but, man, it, he's looked really impressive. He's hit the ball consistently hard. His exit velocity is well over 90 miles an hour on average uh, so far this spring. His swing decisions look pretty good. As you mentioned, he just worked a walk. He, it was a long count, too. I believe it was on the eighth pitch of that at bat. Um, you know, he's, he's seeing a lot of pitches. He's got really good plate discipline. He's extremely fast. You know, he can run the bases pretty well. He's looked really good at second base defensively. I view him as someone that the Yankees are going to be able to, uh, put at second base or shortstop and get good defense from. Um, so, you know, I don't think he's someone that you could put at third base necessarily, not because I don't think he's going to play particularly well, but because quite frankly, you know, you have Donaldson and LeMahieu. So it feels like one of those things where why would you want LeMahieu and Donaldson who are already elite defenders to not play that position? Um, I guess if one of them were to struggle, you'd consider it, but, or both of them were to, to struggle, you would consider it, but I, I would prefer to keep Volpe at second base. Um, but man, he's, he's been really impressive. And uh, end of the day, it feels like it's just more of a roster crunch issue, right? Where it's like, you know, you want to figure out what you have in Josh Donaldson. I know there are a lot of people who don't like Josh Donaldson. I am not particularly very high on Josh Donaldson. Um, there are some things I want to see from him this spring that I haven't necessarily seen yet, but I understand why the Yankees are going to, you know, give him some run, right? Well, however long that may be. Um, but you know, it's a matter of just trying to find a roster spot for him. You know, you also have Torres there, and I've said this a lot during spring. I've said this over the offseason. Gleyber Torres is a huge part of what the Yankees are going to be doing this year. Uh, Gleyber Torres is one of their best hitters, um, so it would be a little bit weird to just trade him for a guy who you need to, who, you know, hasn't even proved himself at the AAA level. Yes, he's, he looked good, absolutely, but it's just a roster crunch issue. But again, every time Volpe plays, I feel like I'm questioning my own take about how good Volpe is. I'm questioning my own take about how MLB-ready Volpe is. Whatever it comes down, the way I view it now, now is if the Yankees want to put him at the major league level, I'm gonna have no I'm gonna have no argument against the Yankees who seem like a team that um, is has been very conservative with prospects. I would probably argue in my favor of you know we don't have the roster spots. We kind of want to make sure Volpe's ready. We want to see what we have in the older guys, the more proven players. You know if they decide to throw that all to the wayside and just have Volpe start at the major league level, man then I have no reason to oppose that. Uh, it'd be really exciting. You know, you mentioned this before the show, man. You know, having young guys play on this team, like, it's going to be exciting to watch Anthony Volpe play. You know, having him play with uh, with the Major League team, having him bat in front of an Aaron Judge or, or you know, uh, hit fifth or whatever it may be. He's got the skill set. It's just a matter of if he's MLB ready, which I guess the Yankees will have to determine.
Yeah, I mean, that's absolutely right. They're going to have to figure out what exactly to do here. I mean, there's a couple, a couple of options that they do have um, regarding Anthony Volpe. Now, they, obviously, we think that they may start him in AAA, but now things are starting to take momentum. There's some momentum going, and the narrative is starting to change that he could be in the mix there. Now, general manager Brian Cashman did say that trades tends to start to heat up towards the second half of spring training. So that, and he did mention that they do have a, a strong point. We know that it's the infield in terms of the depth and um, the logjam currently kind of unfolding there. But IKF seems like a pretty movable piece. I think he's definitely going to be moved. Glaber Torres obviously is an, is the second option um, regarding trade assets uh, simply because, you know, they want Volpe up and they, and if Peraza's got the, the shortstop job locked up, the only place for Volpe to play is second base or third, but they really haven't used him there at all this spring training would suggest that second base is going to be the alternative option. And as you said, I think I would prefer him there as well. So when you're looking at Anthony Volpe, is he ready? He's hitting 300 with a 391 OBP, a little bit better. Just, just worked a walk. Um, Jason Dominguez ended up popping out to, to the infield. But Volpe is, you know, to me, MLB ready. I mean, you're not going to find a player that's more mature. You're not going to find a player that wants to win more than him. He is like Derek Jeter reincarnated in terms of his mentality. Tangibly, he's got a lot of great stuff. I mean, obviously, he's a very good infielder defensively. He can work the count. He can hit for power. He can hit for contact. This is a player who only gets better with experience. But the only thing is, how much experience can the Yankees offer him early on if they do elevate him? Um, but there is an interesting rule, Ryan. I don't know if you know this. I just read this. I forget where I saw it. But if the Yankees elevate a player, a prospect, one of their top prospects, and they end up in the top three in, in rookie uh, of the year voting, and there's a bunch of other different things. They actually can earn up to three additional draft picks uh, if they're if they're like rookie, for example, that they call up for a full season performs really well. So there is incentive. The NFLPA, or rather the MLB, um, you know, player association, they wanted to um, kind of incentivize teams to call up players early because they obviously they try to manipulate service time and that way they can pay them out later and they don't have to pay them a lot of money. Trying to incentivize them with saying, hey, if you do call them up and they do perform really well, you're going to get additional draft compensation because of it. So there is a, a there is a rule there that the Yankees can um, take advantage of. But again, that means Volpe has to land in the top three in voting of Rookie Player of the Year, which isn't out of the question. I mean, he's got more than enough talent to be in that conversation. Um, but I'll ask you this, Ryan. What do you do with Gleyber Torres? Because that's really the one guy standing in the way of um, Volpe getting called up. And they have to make a decision there. Now, there is an option that we just wrote about on the Empire Sports Media website. Um, Nick, our, our buddy, covered that one regarding maybe if Giancarlo Stanton is playing in the outfield, Gleyber Torres is serving as a designated hitter, which then allows Volpe to play defensively on an everyday basis. Is that something that you would entertain? Yeah, so um, the way I look at it is, uh, you know, John Cross Standy outfield would kind would would be a it would be obviously a risk you're taking. Um, I don't know how like I mean Aaron Boone said the Yankees were gonna say ideally it would be like set, uh, sixty games I think was like the highest number he gave for Stanton in the outfield. Um, I don't think they're necessarily keen on putting Stan as a full time outfielder. I know it would really open up the lineup, but I, I think they want him in that lineup as much as possible for you know obvious reasons. He's really good hitter, um, but. Uh, if they could get creative and just figure out a way to rotate guys around and get Volpe in the lineup, I, I think they could get it done. You know, they've, I, I think there's a way to do it 
but it would require I think it would require trading towards at this point. I don't know I don't know if they can fit in the same roster together unless Volpe was to figure out how to play third base. I think the way you the ideal way to do it would be you figure a way to get Volpe to play third base, but that would require DFA Donaldson, which the Yankees have shown they're not going to do unless um well Josh Donaldson performs poorly in the regular season. Um so uh, it's it's definitely an interesting situation. I mean they I think IKF is kind of as good as gone, but IKF being moved is is to open up a roster spot for other guys, not guys like, um, you know, Anthony Volpe, because Volpe, you move IKF, you're going to be putting an outfielder there, especially with Bader gone. Um, Bader's injury could open up another roster spot so Volpe could have some run, but is Volpe going to get called up with like a real possibility that Bader could come back in like like three weeks into the season and take his roster spot? You know, like that would be a little bit tricky. So, um, I don't really know where the Yankees going to go in terms of direction here. I'm not particularly... I'm not entirely sure where the Yankees are going to go here uh, because it's it's a really it's a really really tough situation. I, I, end of the day, man, I really want to see Volpe at the major league level, but it's weird. It's just it's tough because there's a, there's a lot of older guys in the team that you can't play full time on the field. There are a lot of guys who are established major major leaguers who are already on the roster, and then Anthony Volpe is again. It's it's a matter of just he hasn't played a lot at AAA yet, so there's not that same level of confidence he's going to succeed at the major league level as per se like an Oswald Peraza, who yes only have like. 14 games of major league experience or something like that. Um, but he's already conquered AAA, if you get what I'm saying. So you feel a little bit safer with him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you do feel safer in that regard with Peraza. But, you know, Volpe is the type of player that just gets better with time. Um, so maybe if they do start him, look, either way they go, I don't think it's wrong. You know, if they call him up now, I'm totally on board with that. But if they put him in AAA for a couple weeks so we can get used to it, they can figure out what to do with Torres, kind of allow this infield to naturally unfold. I'm also fine with that. Like either way, I think it's it's a fine decision. Put him in AAA for a little while, or call him up now. I think he's ready, um, and he can easily you know compete at the top level. So personally, no matter what direction they go, I'm cool with it. I'm fine with it. But if they do call him up, you know it's going to be fun to watch, guys. It's going to be really fun to watch our top prospect going up against MLB level talent, um, especially. Uh, if they can figure out what to do with the infield and if a couple trades allow us to bolster other positions. But as always, my friends, I'd love to hear perspectives below in the YouTube comments. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoyed the video. And we'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Yankees episode.